Welcome to the Enlightening Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Hamblin. And I'm your co-host, Ashley Schultz. As moms who are currently in the thick of raising kids with big emotions, we know firsthand how challenging their intense behaviors can be. And that a little support can go a long way. This is a non-judgmental community that was created for you or any mom who's feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, or stressed. Each week, either Emily or I will share our experiences, offer practical tips, and interview experts in the field so you can be empowered to help your children with their challenges. Join us as we help you enlighten motherhood. Hello, everyone. This is Emily. Welcome to another episode of the Enlightening Motherhood podcast. I wanted to chat with you today about an experience that I've had where it was really difficult for me to try to balance gratitude and challenges. Let me explain a little bit with a bit of a story. Um, So I have had 11 pregnancies. I have four living children today. Seven of my pregnancies resulted in miscarriage. Of those recurrent pregnancy losses, five of them were in a row. It was extremely difficult. Very, very hard. Coupled with some infertility and other things going on, complicated pregnancies, like it was not fun. It's been really hard for me to have my children. I'm extremely grateful for them. I <laughs> um, I remember times when I was struggling with my children's behaviors and I felt so incredibly guilty that I thought that my kids were challenging because I thought I just needed to be grateful for them, right? The fact that I have kids at all is a miracle. Every single one of my living children are a miracle to me. And here I was, you know, feeling something beyond gratitude. I want to tell you, as we delve into this episode today, that it is okay to hold gratitude in one hand and frustration or overwhelm or stress or whatever, (laughs) any of those other less than pleasant emotions, any other emotion in the other hand. And in fact, you can have more than two emotions. So hands isn't even the best analogy here, but it is totally possible to feel gratitude and to feel like your kids are challenging. If anyone is in the position that I was in years ago, I want you to know you don't need to feel guilty for feeling like your children's behaviors or your situation is a challenge and like you need help and that, you know, you would like to move into a different direction, that you would like to reduce some of those challenges or get more tools to handle them, right? It's okay if you're feeling frustrated, angry, upset, overwhelmed, sad, disappointed. You can feel those and you can feel grateful at the same time. So we're going to delve into both of these today. I am going to call it realistic gratitude or real life gratitude. Okay. So let's start out by talking a bit about gratitude. The science behind it is super fascinating to me. 
Um, here in the United States, this is, we're heading into holiday season. Uh, we have Thanksgiving near the end of November. So we talk about being thankful a lot. And I think this is great. I think it's a wonderful thing for society. And for those of us with children that might have behaviors that are a bit more challenging, I really think it's going to help us if we can balance this gratitude with um, accepting our challenges. Now that might sound weird to you, so hang out with me and I'm going to explain it all by the end. So first let's talk about why gratitude is worth developing or holding on to in the first place. So gratitude is a complex emotion, right? And researchers such as psychologists, neuroscientists, sociologists, etc., they have actually studied it a lot. Here are some of the things that they've found. Um, gratitude has neurochemical responses. So gratitude can actually stimulate your brain to produce dopamine and serotonin, which are two chemicals. They're called neurotransmitters if you're into the big words, but two chemicals that lead to our feelings of reward, pleasure, happiness, and so by regularly expressing gratitude, we can actually increase these chemicals or neurotransmitters, which can lead to us feeling more happiness, pleasure, reward. More of those emotions that we enjoy feeling are going to come when we are able to be grateful. When we focus on being thankful for specific things often consciously, frequently, it increases the chemicals in our brain and that run through our body that increase those emotions that we really enjoy feeling. Fascinating, isn't it? Okay. Even more, um, gratitude leads to increased brain activation, right? So I honestly didn't read deep into this study. I only read a little review of, about it, <laughs> but there are studies that have what they call functional magnetic resonance imaging, which would be an fMRI, right? That show that expressing gratitude can activate the medial prefrontal cortex. So a part of your brain that is associated with understanding other people's perspectives, okay? which we often think about as empathy. It can also lead to feeling more feelings of relief. Can you see how beneficial these things might be for us to have in our lives when we are raising children with extra challenges? More chemicals that give us more pleasure, happiness, elevated moods, more empathy, more feelings of relief. This is a great thing for us to have in our toolbox. Okay. Another thing that scientists and other researchers have found is that gratitude can lead to stress reduction. Raise your hand if you could have <laughs> less stress in your life. I hear you. Gratitude is not the only answer, but it is definitely one major tool that can help with stress reduction in your life. It's linked to a decrease in the stress hormone cortisol. So they have seen that people that have more gratitude in their lives tend to have less of the um, hormone cortisol that is related to stress. 
lower cortisol levels can lead to reduced stress-related symptoms. And obviously we feel better, right? It contributes to us being able to feel better. Okay, here's an interesting benefit of gratitude, social bonds. So we think of it from like a history of humankind kind of perspective. Gratitude can be seen as a mechanism to strengthen social bonds. Recognizing and appreciating the help and support from others can promote pro-social behavior and deepen interpersonal connections. Amazing, right? Yeah. Okay. This is one that I didn't know about until recently that I have started to include a lot in my own tool bag for my own emotional regulation. Gratitude, they have noticed, is a great coping mechanism. It can serve as a cognitive tool to reframe situations. And it can make it easier for individuals to deal with adversities and challenges. So it doesn't take away the challenges. It doesn't take away the hard times, but it can help us to better handle them. By focusing on positive aspects, people are able to shift their perspective which can also help to improve their resilience. Okay, isn't this all amazing? So they have, researchers have noticed that being grateful leads to improved mental health, right? They've seen a reduction in symptoms of depression and anxiety. Not that your depression and anxiety go away, but it's a really amazing tool to have to help you in managing the symptoms of your depression and your anxiety if those are things that you currently have in your life. Um, physical health also improves when you have more gratitude in your life. People that are more grateful tend to have fewer aches and pains that they report at least, right? Um, they, but they do have a lower blood pressure and overall they've noticed a better physical health on people that tend to be more grateful or focused more on gratitude. Okay. Improved sleep. One of my favorite ways to actually get ready for sleep is to be grateful. I enjoy praying before bed and on the nights that I'm feeling especially exhausted or it was a hard day, I really just try to pray about as much as I can on things that I'm grateful for. And often I'll drift to sleep and I feel so much more relaxed while I'm praying for whatever I'm grateful for. What is that song? Um, I fall asleep counting my blessings. I personally incorporate it into prayer. There are a lot of ways you can do it, but studies do show that focusing on positive things before bed, such as things that you're grateful for, can lead to better sleep quality and better duration of your sleep. So it's not a, it's not a guarantee, right? That if you're grateful before bed, boom, all of your sleep problems are solved. But again, it is one tool that can help. And obviously for us, Parenting kids with big emotions, improved sleep is something that's going to help us a lot to be able to handle those challenges better. Um, So there are so many benefits, but one more thing that I did want to mention that I noticed in my research is that often individuals that have a lot of gratitude, um, often they show a reduced materialism. 
So people that tend to focus a lot on gratitude and be grateful a lot, they tend to prioritize experiences or relationships over material goods. There's less of this drive for more, 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 more things. And they tend to have a more fulfilling life because our wants and our desires are limitless. They're going to go on and on forever. But if we can learn to begin with gratitude, not that we can't ever want more, but it does help us feel a lot more happy with what we have as we seek to grow and progress. Okay, so having, as you can see, having gratitude is amazing. It's a great tool for us to have in our toolbox. But going back to my story at the beginning, where I felt like I should only feel gratitude, or I felt a lot of guilt for, for feeling some any anything that wasn't like happy and grateful and blissful and all of these really pleasant emotions towards my children, I felt like I was being ungrateful. Okay. So I really want to clarify this for you. Being grateful doesn't mean we can't have any negative emotion, right? And it doesn't mean we can't recognize our difficulties. It's kind of this like balancing act, right? Um, We don't like embracing gratitude is so good for us. But we can also acknowledge the real challenges that we have. It's not like we have to ignore the fact that our kids melting down every single day after school is a challenge for us. We don't have to suddenly love it and be grateful for their meltdown or we don't show gratitude at all, right? It's okay if we recognize that that's a very real challenge, right? Dealing with intense emotions from our children can be really difficult. It's kind of like it goes hand in hand though. Like I'm not going to stay stuck in just focusing on this challenge, right? Um, I don't think that we need to invalidate our own feelings in the name of gratitude. In other words, just because we want to have a lot of gratitude in our lives maybe even for our children or for our homes or for the food that's on our table or whatever other things that we want to be grateful for. It doesn't mean that we can't ever have frustration or helplessness, but we can use it to remind us that even in those hard times, there are great moments to be enjoyed. So resilience is not ever feeling any sort of negative emotion. It's not never going through a hard time. Resilience is having those difficult emotions, experiencing the challenges and bouncing back from them. Recognizing our difficulties actually is better for us in the long run than just ignoring them or pushing them aside. Recognizing, yes, This is challenging and I'm going to get through it. Yes, my kids are driving me absolutely crazy right now. And I love them. I love them and they're driving me crazy. And I'm going to work on finding more tools to be able to handle their difficult behaviors. See how it helps us get unstuck? We don't have to be like, they're driving me crazy. Oh, but I love them. Oh, but they're driving me crazy. (laughs) 
Like we can have both. Yes. I love them. And they're driving me crazy. And I can work towards finding more help to be able to handle these difficult times. Do you get what I'm saying here? Um, the journey with emotionally intense children, it can be daunting sometimes. But gratitude allows us to connect more, to build stronger social systems with other family members, friends, neighbors, life coaches, therapists, psychologists, um, teachers, you know, we could, we could keep going. It allows us to build a support system and we can feel gratitude for that support system so that we know we're not having to do this alone, right? And also when we acknowledge the fact that we do have challenges, that we do have difficulties, that we are feeling these unpleasant emotions, and that we're in really difficult times. And actually, when we balance that, especially if we balance that with gratitude, it can increase our empathy. It can help us connect better with our children, with others that are having challenges, with those people in our support system that we just mentioned, right? And it can really increase our bond when we recognize, okay, I cannot get my child to clear their plate from the table without them screaming or without me screaming or without someone losing their cool. And this is really hard for me. This is really a challenge. I'm very grateful that we're able to eat as a family together. I'm grateful that we have a home in which we live. I'm grateful that we have food on the table. I'm so grateful that we have the time to work together. And I'm grateful that I have access to resources to help me learn how to handle this challenge. Can you feel how different that is when we don't have to say, oh, but I'm grateful for this kid. Oh, but I'm grateful for this food. On the one hand, where we're just trying to be just grateful. And on the other hand, when we're like, oh my goodness, this child is driving me crazy. I can't handle this. I, the, the kid won't sit for dinner. They don't eat what I put on the table. They scream at me because they don't like it. They refuse to help me clean up. They refuse to help me make dinner in the first place. This is just too much. I just can't handle it. That feels so hopeless. What if we take the two together and we balance them a little bit more? Yes, this is hard. This is a really difficult situation that I'm having with my child. There's so much to be grateful for within this difficult situation. I'm going to lean on this gratitude to help me get through this hard time. And that is an amazing tool for building resilience. It's not ignoring the hard time. It's not focusing solely on the hard time. It's combining the real life situations, the real life hardships with gratitude and pairing them together. And that my friends, is what is going to help us build greater resilience and be able to help us face our hardships with more openness and more ability to get through them. I would love to know what you think about this. I seriously enjoy every time someone replies to one of my emails or sends me a DM on social media and tells me something that you learned or a takeaway you had or how it helped makes my day feel free to come and find me for those of you that are in one of my memberships. If you're in emotionally intelligent kids or you're in emotionally healthy families, go ahead and post in one of our online communities. Anytime you have a takeaway or any little win, 
I love hearing from you. I would love to hear how this has helped you, any of your takeaways, and how you see it benefiting you and your children moving forward. And if you don't end up messaging me, it's a really, really amazing thing for you to do to be able to reach out to someone. You can text a friend, text them the link to this podcast episode and say, hey, I wanted to tell you something that I learned or a takeaway that I had or a win that I had in parenting this week when I combined recognizing my challenges with gratitude and I paired the two together. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you have a beautiful week.